I'm sorry, that was mean. I'm for, I'm gonna try being nice. It's gonna be my new thing. Is it? I. <laughs> the issue is, it takes away like half of my jokes. I know. It takes away this whole entire conceit of this podcast. <laughs> what the, the conceit is me being mean to you. Oh, to me personally, I thought you meant just in general. Oh, oh, you mean to? Okay, I get it. I was like, I thought I was pretty nice to you. I mean, there's definitely room for improvement, but... <laughs> I took notes this time. It's like the first time in a while. Wow, I'm impressed, because I, I did, took pretty... Not very many notes. So. I, I also didn't take that many, but there are notes. Perfect. My last note is the third act break. Or the second act break. Perfect. I don't have a single note for the third act. <laughs> I, 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 mine aren't really in a good order. I, I, every time I take notes, I realize that I don't like give myself enough description to be like mm. what actually is happening. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Plus, it's also been a few days since we watched it. That is also true. But, oh well, we'll... And also, of course, I'm bad at typing and spelling, so that's if I can read my notes at all. <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Welcome back, Little Dippers. <laughs> To another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast, where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm... Wait. Something's coming over me. Purr. Purr. Meow! <laughs> 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 oh, I no. think I'm a cat now. <laughs> no, are you, are you cat woman? Are you cat man? I'm, I'm just a full cat. I'm I'm genderless cat. Good. That's how it should be. Yeah. Why? Listen. Instead of Batman, why not just Bat? Instead of right. Superman, why not Super Person? Super. Yeah. Or Spider Man? Why not just? Are we sticking to DC? Uh, we can mix it up if you want. Why not just Aqua? <laughs> Instead of Captain America, why not Captain Communism? That was me snapping. It, it, I, I, it was hard to tell, but I figured it out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want more inclusivity in our comics. And this is a great cop topic for that, because I feel like this is the reason we had to wait till 2019 for Captain Marvel to come out. What? Sorry. I feel like this movie is part of the reason that we had to wait so long to get another female superhero. Honestly, I think you're right, because this one was such a train wreck that they're like, women can't be superheroes. And well, they just were like, let's throw them all away. Yeah, here's it's like... It's a situation where, like, it's an audition, almost, for, like, anyone who's not a straight white male. Like, you get the one shot, and if it doesn't go perfectly, they are convinced that it's never going to work again. And so, I think that's what sort of happened here, is that Halle Berry's Catwoman 
was the audition for all women to be superheroes. And since the critics didn't like it, all women were denied opportunity because one woman is all women, according to Hollywood. It's true. (laughs) And, by the way, we're already going to get into it, that this movie is not bad. And whoever thinks so is both homophobic and also wrong. Where did you get that? Because it's camp. Oh, right. It's so like this was just a general thing. I thought you meant there was something in the movie. No, it's like same with Ma. Same with for some people, Mama Mia, not me. But it's the same idea of like this is amazing, and I could watch this anytime because it's so just hilarious unintentionally but also intentionally at some parts i what i admire the most is that Halle Berry only needed to show up for about two days of filming because all the rest was just computer generated (laughs) (laughs) it was really nice for her for the first 30 minutes i was genuinely like if they just did a little less cgi and maybe like just a second pass on the script this would be pretty good And then she became a cat. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is bad. But then I came back around to just fully enjoying it just for what it was. That's a good point, because so the things that we can compare this to uh, of this, her powers, I guess, you could compare it to like Batman and I guess Spider-Man, which are people that kind of are animals uh, and yeah <laughs> that are yeah but <laughs> batman doesn't have any powers and he's just he just dresses like a bat and that's just his thing but spider-man has some elements of a spider that make him a superhuman but he's not actually a spider yeah and there's also Ant-Man, who he can just shrink himself, and that is really mm-hmm. the extent of that. But it's so it's a bold move to make Catwoman turn into, uh, quite literally, an actual cat. <laughs> uh, in her defense, there's like Hawkman and Hawkwoman who have hawk wings, but I guess... They're aliens, and from watching Teen Titans go to my, the movies, my perception is colored by how Hawkman in that is just literally just a bird. Right, which, I mean, t- Teen Titans go to the movies, uh, we do recommend. Yeah, just I saw it go on Lauren's that. recommendation, and it was great. It, yes. If you love the original series and hate this new show, which I'm one of those people... This is an exception. It's so funny. It's It answers the question that people thought Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark answered, which was, can a superhero movie be a musical? And the answer is yes. Just not. Did you know I saw Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark <gasps> you did on not. Broadway? Tell me yeah, everything. I did. <laughs> me and Tyler went. Um, my brother. It was something. My favorite song... That uh, was not on the soundtrack. Was a song called "Bullying by Numbers." I love it um, already. And that's just a song 
about ganging up on someone while you're bullying them. (laughs) (laughs) It literally is like bullying by numbers because there's just like 10 people bullying one small person. He's like, I'm one and I'm the big one. I too, I'm the one who takes out what my dad takes out on me. Right. Uh, that's the, and honestly, uh, we loved it. <laughs> in, in, in the camp sense, right? In the camp sense. In the sense that you're like, you're watching it and it's just like, you know that you could have written better songs for this musical <laughs> than you two. And you're sitting there and you're also like, you know, one of these Spider-Men can fall <laughs> from the ceiling and injure themselves at any point and you don't know if it's gonna happen and um it was very exciting we actually saw it i believe it was the same weekend that the same trip that we also saw book of mormon on broadway <laughs> oh so you really saw all the classics so we saw the classics yeah spider-man turn off the dark and book of mormon and I'm, we got actual front seats to book of mormon because we won the ticket lottery which was oh, that's dope. perfect but and then we were like let's top this off by seeing spider-man turn off the dark we saw a top tier now let's go see the absolute worst thing we can <laughs> and i it was amazing and hilarious and my parents went to a different broadway show that night went to like a normal one (laughs) but they made honestly if you want to if you just listen to the soundtrack of turn off the dark it also is why is it bullying by numbers on the soundtrack because i think it was only like a few lines like it would have been like it was like a small little chorus because i remember as soon as we got out looking to find it on the album you're like i I need to hear this again immediately so you can i think it was only like it literally was just the line bullying by numbers just repeated and sung love it but i i wanted it but But this is not spider-man turn off the dark no it's not unfortunately (laughs) but yeah so she turns into an actual cat has and also like multiple personalities i question mark that was the most confusing part for me was does she even know she's catwoman i guess like i buy catwoman knows she's patience that's the character's name but i'm not sure if patience knows she's catwoman you know what i mean yeah because there's no indication, because it's very clear that she has absolutely no control over any of those actions. Exactly. It's like, because her personality changes so much when she's full cat that right. some of it sticks around when she goes back to like new improved patients, but wouldn't it, they be totally different people is the point. That was in a good sentence. I know. I I just said I looked at grammar. I said "fuck you," and then I said the words in the wrong order. Sorry. What was your point again? Um, like I'm the just... whole point of having them be like different people is that patience, when she's patience, should be shy, and then Catwoman should be like dark, sexy. I don't get why like one's affecting the other, but not the other way around. Right. Just make it a conscious decision. Yeah. Like, oh, 
something ha- like I'm gonna I'm going to go out as Catwoman tonight. I'll put on my sexy leather get up and then go be Catwoman. But then you come home and you take it off and now your patience instead of having her like literally black out. Yeah, it's like what about a cat says I need to go do good. Right. <laughs> or maybe that is the part of patience like affecting the dark sexy cat part. It's like the normal cat is destined to be a villain but because Patience was the one that got the powers that, like, she's now, like, some somewhat of a hero because that's Patience's effect. Maybe. Yeah, because if it was just a cat that was now a person, it would be so much more destructive. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's, what's she gonna do? Knock shit over? Yes. <laughs> oh no, just... she's so dangerous. Everyone should be afraid. <laughs> It seems like she didn't really remember at first, and then she started remembering. Yeah. And where'd she get the leather out- outfit? That was from uh, the teacher in Lizzie McGuire. What? I was going to say her character name in Lizzie- the Lizzie McGuire movie, and I couldn't remember. Her friend. Um, oh, Alex Borstein? Yeah. Who was in the Lizzie McGuire movie. I know her from The Marvelous Miss Maisel. You don't know her from... Have you not seen the Lizzie McGuire movie? No, I've seen it. I just don't remember the characters enough, I guess. <sighs> I'm disappointed in you. Thanks. <laughs> I never said that I had to be nicer to you. <laughs> Shoot. I, I backed myself into a corner over here. <laughs> Wait, isn't her name... What's her name in Mrs. Maisel? I don't know. Is it also Sally? Wait, it might be. Because it's Sally in this movie. Oh, Susie. Susie. Susie, close, yeah. And, um... Hold on, pause. I'm waiting. (laughs) Hold. Hold. (laughs) (laughs) Hold. Miss Ungermeyer. (laughs) Oh, from Lizzie. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's all coming back to me now. Yeah? Yeah. I can see it now, for sure. Before we get into it, I do want to go over um, the trivia in the box office. Please. Do you want to take a a stab at what the budget was? I'm going to say 100 mil. That feels fair. Are you looking at it? No. It's 100 mil. (laughs) Wow. God, my mind is so big. It's, I mean, that's the estimated, but a hundred million dollars. I I, and I guess I could see it. Again, money over like a hundred dollars ends up being about the same to me. Just unfathomably large sum. <laughs> well, here's the thing is it's cumulative worldwide gross. So that's um, not even just the USA was still only 82 million. Oh, wow. So it has never made back its budget. That's unfortunate. I think it deserved it. At least. Um, a hun- like, that's not even that hard to make today. <laughs> oh, 100 million? No, it's not. Yeah. 
It's like if you want a billion, then it's... Then you're going to have to put some work in. But like A24 movies are probably making a hundred. Yeah, probably. Maybe not. What's the biggest A24 movie in your mind? Most successful. Call Me By Your Name? Okay, that made... That was A24, right? Ooh, I don't know. They're at a point where they, they're starting to blend together for me. They have, <laughs> ju- they have like just it... enough where it just, if it seems like it is, it is. That's what I was just like, it seems like it would be. Oh no, that only made 40. Maybe 100 is hard to make. Then maybe don't spend 100 million. Well, like, what's, what do you think, name a low-grossing superhero movie then. Ant-Man. And the Wasp. Aww. No one saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. I did. It was good. They made... That was 162, and that made 600. Yeah, see? But that's also... I guess that culture was very different. The 2004 box office was very different than today's box office. Right. Because superheroes weren't point. as bankable. Until now. Mm-hmm. I want to find... Where are the awards? Didn't win any. That's why there isn't one. Well, well, okay. Because the first trivia thing that I see is saying Halle Berry become one of only six actors in history to possess both an Oscar and a Razzie. Oh! The, the way this trivia fact is written poorly. Oh, yeah. I see the Razzies now. So... Possessed both an Oscar and a Razzie after her win for her infamous performance in this movie. So what? What I when I first read that, I was like, "Oh, she won an Oscar and a Razzie for this movie. How is that even possible?" But uh, it she, just meant in general. She won the Oscar for playing Patience and lost for playing Cat. Won the Razzie for playing Catwoman. <laughs> but apparently, when she accepted her Razzie, she brought her Oscar. I love that. That's <laughs> and, a power um, move. Her, her acceptance speech was just, I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this god-awful piece of shit movie. <laughs> Guess what the other Razzies it won were? What? Yeah. Worst animation or commu- computer generation? Computer? No. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. No, keep going. I don't know. Computer... <laughs> CG. <laughs> You got um, there. I got there. Um, let me see. Worst score? Uh-uh. Worst action? No, it's like the Razzies have the same awards as the Oscars. Mm, but like the worst. But worst, yeah. So it's not like a different... Except they have worst screen couple. That's one that the Oscars don't have. But they did not one? win that. They were nominated. Halle Berry and Benjamin Bratt were nominated, but I disagree. I thought they were kind of hot together. Yeah, they were fine. And then Halle Berry and Sharon Stone. One worst fight? No, we're, we're nominated for worst on-screen couple. Oh. Um, so what all did they win? They won worst actress, worst picture, worst director for Pitoff. <laughs> and worst screenplay. But I do want to talk about Pitoff, mostly about his name. <laughs> when I honestly laughed out loud when that came up. Oh, I know. That's so funny. <laughs> the credits alone made me laugh out loud three different times. 
we'll get to we'll get there because I do want to know all those times. Um, but this was a similar situation to um, Sonic. <laughs> Because a rough cut of the trailer um, was, like, leaked online. And um, everyone criticized it so much that they pulled it and released a new trailer that didn't have any dialogue in it. (laughs) Um, And also the movie had to undergo reshoots after testing poorly. um, Which is believable. Wait, it, at the Women's Film Critics Awards, Halle Berry won for Best Comedic Performance. <laughs> at the what? <laughs> women's Critics Awards. I love that. That's funny. Because women are like, would you, you tried. You t- <laughs> no, because I think they get it. Yeah. They get why this movie's actually great. I don't know if it was intentional, though. That's my... Well, intentional or not, it's still fun. That is true. It is, this film is on Roger Ebert's most hated list, by the way. Yeah. He can't get them all right. It also was reported that Sharon Stone answered her phone in the middle of filming a scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's in character, honestly. Yeah. And something that I noticed, or I like thought I recognized her... Is the girl from Stick It? <laughs> hmm? Have you seen the movie Stick It? No. Oh, I re- I recommend it. The highest recommendation for Stick It. <laughs> um, but the girl in that, um, Missy Perig, <laughs> do not know how to say <laughs> this last name. Perig Brigrim? <laughs> Question mark. She's also in um. Okay, just as FBI, but I know that that is... Is there a show that's just FBI? Yeah. She's in that. And she's also in Law & Order SVU. Everyone's in Law & Order SVU. Yeah. So she's in a bunch of crime shows, but she was the face of the person who had their face being dissolved. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I recognized her, but IMDb confirmed it. So, So there's that. Good to know. Anything you want to add before um, we get into it? Now let's just get to the opening credits. Okay, yeah, this is the opening credits, um, which I wrote is too damn long. Oh, but they weren't because they were actively hilarious. My uh, my my notes for that beginning just say this beginning is too long. Cat mummies, very Egyptian. Is this the history of cats? And then Pitoff. <laughs> See, you already got two of the moments that made me laugh. The fra- okay, w- the words cat mummies. <laughs> it was the, like cat mummies found. <laughs> the surprise of the director's name being Pitoff and nothing else. <laughs> and then there's this picture of like... Uh, it's w- during the credit for casting by John Papsadira, CSA. It's, like, got the jaw of a woman and then the eyes up of a cat. And it's, like, this drawing. And it's so funny that I will... I took a screenshot so I can tweet it when this comes out. So oh, everyone can see what this cat 
literal Catwoman, not like a nickname, just a straight up Catwoman looks like. Lauren, I'm sending you a Snapchat right now of it so you can understand what I'm talking about because it makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... uh, The cat... It's literally like if a cat had like just a super round chin (laughs) (laughs) that's it like just no snout no like a normal nose and just a very long face it's It's really good good. i this opening this has it has that music behind it it's supposed to be see my problem with the opening is it's it does not have the same feel that the rest of the entire movie has. Oh, not at all. I think it has the feel of what they wanted the movie to be like. Yeah. It's definitely, like, Pitoff's vision was this opening. And he just never managed to meet his own. He just never showed up on set. <laughs> <laughs> he just was really, he just did the opening are, and are then everyone else did. What? What is that sound you keep making? Oh, sorry. I'm messing with the mic. On oh, yeah, phones. sorry. It's just very distracting. <laughs> um, I forgot that I had taken the one with the mic off my, out of my ear. You're good. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I think Pitoff directed the opening credits and then had his like assistant do the entire rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Pitoff is actually a visionary. Who took the fall for this movie when he didn't deserve to? That's your take. No. Well, because I also read a trivia fact that he pitched an ulterior version of this movie to the producers and they said no because it would be too artsy. (laughs) (gasps) I wish we could see that. Oh, Uh, I would give anything. So that's why I think this was Pitoff's... It was, or maybe it was like the producers made him do the rest of the movie, but he was like, well, I'm going to do the opening credits the way that I want to. <laughs> oh, maybe that's more accurate. What, speaking of the score that you brought up, this, also won a, this movie also won an award for most intrusive score. <laughs> okay, so I was right when I said worst score. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a different award thing, but still, I thought you would enjoy that fact. I do, because the only thing that I can compare it to, to our listeners who won't watch this movie, is, like, the Hannah Montana transition music. <laughs> That's what, I have that no- exact note. Did you really? There's one time specifically that made me write it down, it was like, are they literally just playing the ooh whoa 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 <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> that's probably when I because I also wrote it down at some point. Um, so that's probably it was probably the same moment. Yeah, I it, lost my that's mind. That's what it sounds like the whole time. It's just like some Miley Cyrus just ooing and owing all over the place. It's so funny. So, yeah, so this beginning, we get a bunch of Egyptian cats, a lot of Egyptian cats, and just cat really mummies, the, the history uh, of cat Yeah, women. the whole history of cats. All of <laughs> Cats were created in Egypt, um, <laughs> and then they were mummified. 
All that kind of stuff. It was great. Did uh, they even have like normal house cats in Egypt? I don't know. I mean, I wasn't period? there. You're right. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you were just like a cat history of cats buff. I'm the cat man. Ooh, you're the cat person. Sorry, I know. My bad. And then the the first line in the movie is, "It all started the day that I died." And then she says it again. Yeah. Later on, she says, "No, the like day right I died. after." Yeah, because then she says, "I was an unremark I was an unremarkable woman, like living an unremarkable life." My- the day I died was the day I started to live. <laughs> Mine might have had a glitch then, because for me, the movie started. It all started the day I died. It all started the day I died. Like, she literally just says it twice in a row. Honestly, she might have. Because I noticed it immediately, and I was like, um, already I'm interested in what's happening and the choices that were made. I I have that monologue, well, those lines that I already wrote, and then I just wrote, this outfit is disgusting. It was pretty bad. I mean, also, but I can't even blame the costume designer because th- these things were, like, in fashion in 2004. Nobody, Most... not a single damn person alive knew how to dress themselves. I found the full monologue on IMDb. Ooh, are you going to do a dramatic reading? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you go to quotes on IMDb... The first quote is a quote from Catwoman that just says, Meow. (laughs) (laughs) And 22 people found that interesting. (laughs) I find that interesting. Okay, here we go. I have to get my mic closer. The day I died was the day I started to live. In my old life, I longed for someone to see what was special in me. You did. And for that, You'll always be in my heart. But what I really needed was for me to see it. And now I do. You're a g- This is at the end, apparently. You're a good man, Tom. But you live in a world that has no place for someone like me. You see, sometimes I'm good. Oh, I'm very good. But sometimes I'm bad. But only as bad as I want to be. Freedom is power. To live a life untamed and unafraid is the gift that I've been given. And so, my journey begins. So that was at the end and not the beginning. It's really awful, still. Oh, I found the first lines. I found the first lines. (laughs) Okay, here we go again. Here we go again. It all started on the day that I died. If there had been an obituary, it would have described the unremarkable life of an unremarkable woman survived by no one. But there was no obituary because the day that I died was also the day I started to live. But that comes later. This was my life. Days blended together, consistently ordinary thanks to a job that was the practical version of my passion. I was supposed to be an artist by now. Instead, I was designing ads for beauty cream. (laughs) So that was the beginning. So here's the thing. I don't get how you can 
decide you want a relatable character, but then make them a artist. <laughs> right. It could have just been. I... Like, uh, I'm making art, just not the kind I want to. Wah. <laughs> I'm an artiste. <laughs> I honestly think I gave those readings more. More, um. I put more effort into those readings than Halle Berry did. You really performed them. Yes. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. But yeah, that's a good point. Like, she should have just had, like, a normal job. I mean, she could have still worked at the... Like, just don't have that line. And then, like, she has all these, like, pretentious art pieces in her house. And, like... Like, we just didn't need any of that. Yeah, like, I don't... It's not important. ...care about her. No. (laughs) I care about the cat. Yeah, I want... More kitties. <laughs> I was surprised that um, they didn't do the traditional Catwoman story. Cause, I don't know the traditional Catwoman Well, the story. traditional Catwoman's name is Selena Kyle. And she's like a flight attendant. I forget the rest. But there, there's definitely more. But I was, surpri- I was surprised that they like did a different character. Mm-hmm. Patience Phillips? Yeah. The I, worst name ever thought of? Pretty pretty bad name. Which is close to Tom Lone. <laughs> I didn't I wasn't even thinking about the names now that you're just saying them. <laughs> Laurel Hader. Whose name is Patience? Um someone who likes to wait in line. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> and I think it's like a, 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 I don't know it's, it's like, definitely it's an like ugly an name but we can't make a fun of people with ugly names that's not their fault no that's not your fault um, but her outfit which I mean is very of it's time but it was like really like almost like gaucho pants and a really and baggy a tank top. blue shirt with a really baggy yellow shirt on top of that it was, ugh, it's like, never wear long a tank top over long sleeves. No. Although I have done it. <laughs> well, don't do it again. I haven't done it since, like, probably high school. <laughs> oh, Lauren. Or no, I, I don't know. It might have been short sleeves, which is not better. It was something so I could wear it to school. It was like, that was the reason. I didn't do it for fashion. Uh, obviously. But I think that was still the early 2000s bleeding into me. <laughs> That's, I, I guess you have an excuse. Yeah. Nobody acted right back then. No. <laughs> I, I've seen the errors in my ways and I've corrected it. You're better now. So is Halle yeah. Berry. Everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so then we see the cat. Uh, the radioactive cat, as we all know. <laughs> and so then this cat, like, is in her apartment. And the cat, like, is outside of her window. I don't She's like, oh, hello, cat. That's not my cat. You can stay. Yeah. And then the cat's, like, standing outside of, on the ledge. So she, like tries to get it and like stands on the air conditioning vent which like why would you 
think that that would be sturdy. <laughs> and then it falls, and it looks like she's trying to jump. Oh, then... you're far. There's like a lot in between. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about just the first sighting of the cat. When it was sitting on the motorcycle? Yeah, that happens a lot later, right? Well, she yeah. like first goes to work and etc. Gets right. yelled at by the angry French man. Sure. I guess nothing really happens. You're right. We can move on. <laughs> She's just she works at a job, and her boss is evil, and that's essentially all you need to know. And his wife—that's everyone's life story. Yeah, yeah, and um. He hates his wife, and his wife hates him. I mean, that's, good? that's a marriage story for you. And Miss Ungermeyer <laughs> works there. Who? And a stereotypical gay character. You know, people who work at a makeup company. Who's Ungermeyer? Miss Ungermeyer from the oh. Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> Just say Sally. <laughs> Oh, now we're using character names? Well, sure. I remembered this one, because they say it a lot. Yeah, they do. Sally. Sally and, a, and an unnamed, stereotypical gay character. The best friends a woman could have. Yes. <laughs> and Sally starts using this cream that they're, they're going to come out with that hasn't been released yet. Uh, it, it is interesting that of all villains, you choose Big Beauty. That is one of my problems with this movie is why does the female superhero, why are her battles like people stealing jewelry and then makeup people, like makeup creators? Well, I'm going to tell you that it's because men wrote this. Exactly. This is my point. Because it's like, yeah, women don't care about anything. We need men to save the world. We need women to stop evil makeup companies. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can't get women to see a superhero movie. We have to make it something they care about, too. Like makeup. And jewels. Yeah. And jewels. And murder. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all my favorite things. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's a, it, this happens every time, Lauren. Guys you have to stop apologizing. So, are we at the cat on the ledge now? We can be, yeah. <laughs> she meets so then, Tom Thumb. Tom Lone. Same thing. <laughs> and his first line is, I'm a cop, maybe I can help. <laughs> I will say... No, you can't. Love Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. An important feature of Law and & Order. And truly, if this is the movie that killed his career, because I, I think he's the biggest victim. Mm. Maybe Pitoff, who knows? Who but knows? I don't know if Pitoff had the skill to begin with. <laughs> but I, Benjamin Bratt deserves better, is my thesis statement. I agree. So he sees Patience on the side of the building and thinks she's going to jump. And he's like, I'm a cop. Maybe I can help. And then he runs up the stairs to her apartment um, faster than any living human could ever. (laughs) 
My thing is, if you think she's going to kill himself, herself, why was your plan, oh, I'll let her be alone and not talk to me while I have to run up these stairs? Right. And Halle Berry, why didn't you read into context clues? She should have known he what he thought and could have just, like, told him otherwise. Yeah, because he was yelling, like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> Yeah, he could have had someone, like, talk... He was like, hey, you, talk to her while I run up and help or something. It was a bad plan know. all around. Yeah. Uh, so then he runs upstairs. Well, uh, it also only took him, you know, 0. 0.3 seconds to run up the stairs, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> and he, like, just right at the right time grabs her before she falls. And I, I like it that, you know... It's a me- all my meat cutes involve suicide. Mm-hmm. All of them. It's the cutest way to meet somebody. <laughs> and then what happens? I don't remember. It's <laughs> been a bit. And um, I don't remember what happens immediately after. But then she wears that same ugly outfit to work the the next day. That's a, that's how you tell she's not in a good place. No. And then. Benjamin, I don't remember his character name. Was it John? Who? The cop. Tom Thumb. Tom. Tom <laughs> follows her to her work somehow. Because he's just... Honestly, I get it. He sees Halle Berry and he's like, I'm in love. Right. So then he shows up and Sally's like, Man sandwich, 12 o'clock. <laughs> And then uh, Sally was really the best character. Yeah. And then he gives he asks her out for coffee and she's like, "Okay, sure." Um and then Sally's like, "I fucking him the whole time." And then he walks away and Sally goes, "That's a man in serious like with you." It's those it's one of those moments where the screenplay really decided to be a script. You know? Right. Yes. Where they decided, we're not just writing a movie, we're making art. <laughs> it was that line. It, that was the line where Pedoff said, oh, I'm making an art film, not just a superhero movie. Exactly. Um, so then the evil boss was like, you need to fix this because this isn't the right red and you're fired. And she's like, no, let me work on it. Um, so she has to work on it all night. It was a lot of emotion for, like, Red. I know. Which was, like, you guys could have picked something else to show that he was, like, picking a small thing to not care, like, to care too much about. Like, it didn't have to be. Because also, why would that cause her to do a complete and utter redesign when she could have just made the Red redder? I know. It's, I obviously have no artistic ability, but still, I could have done it. Yeah, I could have fixed that in, like, before the workday was over. (laughs) (laughs) So then there's, like, that shot where, like, she's really slow and everyone else is real fast and they're leaving without her. And then she's in the office all alone. And there was a cool shot where there was, like, another computer in the forefront and she was in the background. And there was, like, the screensaver, the one with, like, where it says the time. And I thought that was a cool shot. Because it had, like, the screensaver from the computer with the time on it. Yeah, it's, like, not all bad. Like, the editing no. 
is bad in some parts, but then good in others. It's very strange. It's, yes. Because the fight scenes, I thought, were pretty, like, competent. But then you get to, like, the basketball scene, and you're like, what's going <laughs> on? Did the, how did the same person do both of these scenes? I, I don't know. Um, because it's so truly, then... like, watching... Because if you look up what the editor's done, she's, like, a good editor. And has, what like... What she done? Credits. She did... Let me try to, I try to find where she is again. But she's like, I remember seeing she did Leon the Professional. She did, let me find it. She did The Fifth Element. So, like, these are real movies. Right. That are acclaimed. So what went wrong? Um, Pitoff. It had to be Pitoff. I think it's Pitoff. So, I mean... Who wrote the script? A bunch of people. Mm, that makes sense. Like, the, the basketball scene went viral, uh, like, a year ago, a few months ago. And it's just so funny. Because all it is is Halle Berry dribbling with Benjamin Brett standing behind her. And they decided, instead of having them actually play basketball... They were just going to do a bunch of cuts, like so many cuts, to make it look like they're moving when they are not. I wish I paid more attention to the basketball scene. Oh, it's so important. It's the most insane instance of editing, the uh, only rivaled by Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. I just remember just being like, why Why the fuck are they playing basketball right now? To show you know she's how got... cats are so good at basketball. <laughs> you know, cats' favorite sport. So then she has to drop off this design. And I wrote down, like, they could be, like, a tad less evil. Just, like, a, li- just a smidgen. So they're basically like, we're making this cream that dissolves faces. <laughs> Whatever. It has to go to launch right now. Yeah, I don't get why they can't be like, let's just run a few more tests. (laughs) And it's also addictive somehow. No, I think I think what if it you stop using it, your skin rots. But if you keep using it, you become a superhero. (laughs) Your face turns to hard clay. (laughs) You fully get superpowers. But but it's addictive. Is it? They say it's addictive a bunch of times. Oh, okay. Cause Sa- so I don't... But here's a question. Sally was using it, and that's why she goes to the hospital. But she didn't stop using it. Why did her skin not become un? Well, Halle Berry did throw it out. But she went to the hospital. Right, because of headaches. Yeah. But why was she getting them know. if she was still using it? That's a good point. That is a very good point. Because, yeah, because she... Maybe that's... You just get headaches when your face is turning to stone. <laughs> um, I guess it would hurt a little. Yeah. So then she, like, sees them talking about how it's destroying people. It's, like, destroying women's faces and that they don't care. So then they, like, they see her, 
that she's there and overhearing it. So then they like chase after her. Oh yeah, and they're like, we, we did can't not explain it. at all how they got she got there though. Oh right, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, it's midnight. She's turning in her thing. I guess she can't email it. I guess not. And so she like breaks into the company. It's like wandering through the halls and stumbles upon the meeting where they're like discussing that the product's actually which bad. why was this a different building than where she works i don't know why did she assume they'd be there and not yeah, the normal building know? it's not like she was it was at their house yeah and why does a makeup company have a sewer <laughs> That's a question for you. Why do they just have the ability to Turn unleash on the sewer? gallons and gallons of water? Why do they own a dam? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Is there money in dams? May- there must be. That's my advice uh. to you, you, you kids. The money, there's, like, there's so always there's, money in dams. There's always money To any money of our listeners. Because then they're like, we can't risk what she knows. But it's like, you can't risk one person knowing that your makeup is bad, even though she has zero proof. Well, it's like, she's an employee, and I think they knew that. I don't think they did, though. You're right. I don't know. Yeah, because people can just, like, say shit, and you can be like, that's not true. But I guess if it turns out to be true, here's here's the weirdest thing. Like, it, So it, they decided to murder her. But, like, eventually someone would stop using it, it would happen, and they would figure out it's because of the cream, and then it would be all over anyways. Yeah, like, it's very easy to find out what is hurting your your skin when you put it on. Exactly. So uh, it's like I don't even understand why they were so determined to release it, even though people would stop using it eventually. Right. Unless it was just so addictive. It must have been. It just must have felt like rubbing like money on your face or something. <laughs> In this economy it does. And yeah. Um so then they they shoot at her. Uh, they miss, and then they turn on the sewage, and then she just gets blasted into this ocean dam thing. Um, and that's when she dies. But then a bunch of cats, not just one cat. There's, a bunch of cats. There's the one cat, the magic cat, but then there are other cats that are also magic? Or just <laughs> following the one cat? We don't know. And they also CGI'd the cat meowing, like you couldn't just follow a cat around it. And get that I know footage. They, like, used a real cat, but then every once in a while, for seemingly no reason, it would just suddenly be CGI. But, like, doing normal cat things. Yeah. Like, they couldn't train... It was CGI when it, like, crawled on top of Halle Berry. And it's like, you could absolutely train a cat to do that. Just have her lay down. The cat will do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are we too uh, anti-cat? Maybe. Like, I definitely like cats, but, like, it's like if there's dogs, you know? Right. And I'm just straight up allergic to cats. Yeah, Lauren will die. If if Lauren was Catwoman... I would die. You'd be allergic to yourself. (laughs) I 
That would be my worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And also she was like mummified into the ground with all the sewage. (laughs) Oh, it was so gross. (laughs) And then they're like, you lost the design. And it's like, how do you only make one copy? Isn't isn't this computer generated anyways? Yeah, weren't you already doing it online? (laughs) How did you lose it? Just email people. Um... I and guess then it I is, had the line. It's all sorry. all those movies though that like are solved by like phones are always annoying. Yeah, like you could have emailed this and then you would that would be it. You'd be alive. You wouldn't be Catwoman, but that I don't think that's too bad of a thing. Because um, her life's definitely not that much better. It's like not even better. Yeah, because. Yeah, she gets the boyfriend, but also he was interested in her before anyways. Exactly! She would have got him either way, and she wouldn't have had to be a murder suspect. I guess she just was, like, no longer unremarkable. Yeah, she she got Benjamin Bratt. Like, you're good. Yeah, like, you're... Stop complaining. You don't know how good you have it. <laughs> And then my next line, or my next note is, why would a cat be good at basketball? It's, I, I want you to go back and watch that scene. Well, I'll find, I'll try to retweet a tweet from that too, from okay. our Twitter, because it's just such an insane experience. Because they're on scene. a date, because she missed the original coffee <laughs> Hold date. On. They're on a date him. at a school. <laughs> right, right, That's right. important. <laughs> Um, and she brought him coffee, and then she wrote sorry on it, which ends up being important later. Kind of. Yeah, and then they decide, let's walk around the school on our first date. And then play basketball with these children. Have fun! <sighs> Tired already? We're not even doing this late, Lauren. I know, I'm sorry. So, um... So then we have this scene where she she slips into, like, her alternate personality, which is Catwoman. Wait, doesn't she go to Francis's house first? Who? The cat lady. Oh, yeah. I skipped all that. Yeah, the actress's name is Frances. I forget her last name. She's an American Horror Story. Anyway, she she goes to, like, she finds Midnight, the magic cat, and she's, mm-hmm. she sees the address, so she takes it back, and then, Fran- and then Cat Lady's like, I knew you'd be coming. So was she a Catwoman? I guess? She didn't seem like a Catwoman. No. Is there, like, one Catwoman a generation kind of thing? Maybe. Like, it was her time to take like, the catly duties. Is Catwoman kind of like the Avatar? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, that sounds like a joke, but I'm being serious. I don't... It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, like, every once in a generation, there, a new one is born to defend the world? I don't know. Yeah. Or to just, like, be a cat. 
Like, what's the purpose of it is my question. I don't know what the purpose of even going to this lady was. Well, to give her back her cat. Yeah, but like, in the movie, why was this character necessary? To teach... Was it to pass the Bechdel test? (laughs) (laughs) It might have been. Because you know Sally wasn't saying anything except, go fuck Benjamin Bratt. Which honestly, again, I can support that. (laughs) Like, good advice. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't... I. I guess it was just to reveal, like, the hit, give exposition on what a Catwoman is. Because I guess the name doesn't explain it enough. (laughs) Or, I mean, you always have to have, like, that wise person you go to that tells you what is happening. My my favorite thing was she literally would say, you're a Catwoman now. As if, like, in this world... That that's just a thing. That's a thing you're like, oh, right, right, right. Of course. Oh. I am the cat woman. Oh, that all makes sense now. I remember hearing about her. <laughs> it's like when Miles became Spider-Man in- into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. It's like instead of saying you're like coming up with your superhero name, it's just like, oh, no, you're one of these guys. <laughs> the cat chose you. Duh. What you're were welcome. you thinking? Um, so then she cuts her hair and puts on her leather suit. Okay, here's my question. Why, when going for dark, sexy haircut, is your choice the mom haircut? I think, once again, product of its time. I think that was just, that's what made her so hot in 2004. Wait, do you think that that's why today's mom haircut was yesteryear's cool hot young haircut probably like that all these moms with this haircut are thinking this is still like the cool hot young thing because they saw Halle Berry and Catwoman doing it oh my god is this responsible honest I honestly think so wow we just stumbled upon something I don't I'm know what to, to do with this, but it's here. <laughs> <laughs> we, it, it exists, and we found it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do some research. I know we don't normally like research, but ew! How dare you? It was like the short pixie cut type deal. Yeah, it was like it was really in waterfalls in the front, knives in the back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, remember Miley Cyrus when she chopped her hair off and did that weird with like the shaved sides and then like all of it on top oh yeah I just saw a picture of it Miley Cyrus frequently makes bad choices I'll say it I'm not afraid like leaving Liam Hemsworth (laughs) you wouldn't make that same mistake right Lauren absolutely the fuck not so Liam if you're listening just Liam if you're listening keep um, your options open Tweet me at <laughs> I know you are listening. Um, Why wouldn't you be? Exactly. And actually, according to this Glamour website, says that 2006 was the the crop haircut style of the, the year. So maybe she started the trend. I can't believe this. This is incredible. We're an educational podcast. 
We're, we've really learned something here. The other thing that I hate, the one thing I actively hated, like, didn't even think was, like, kind of campy and funny, was the cat vision she would get sometime. Mm-hmm. Like, where it started with, like, that cockroach that she was, like, trying to catch when she first became alive again. Oh, Ugh, yes. I hated that choice. That was very annoying. It was just so ugly. Like, it was everything I hate about CGI in one. Yeah, her cat vision. Yeah, it was just hideous, and I hated it. Maybe also, so like, mad. there's no way that that's what an actual cat sees. If if they do, they're living in hell. No <laughs> wonder they're so mean. That's the worst timeline. <laughs> that's a good point. I think they are so mean, because that's how they see the world. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. No wonder they want to scratch everything. They're just so angry. So she chops her hair <laughs> into the sexy cut and puts on her leather costume and steals uh, a jewel. her neighbor's motorcycle after she goes in and beats him up at a party. Oh, yeah. And then she steals jewels. Okay, so here's my problem with, with that. So she is like, now time for accessories. And then she drives to a jewelry store. On the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Gets mad that she sees men trying to rob the jewelry store. So she's like, not today. And then beats them all up. But one, her plan, the reason why she was even there was to steal jewelry. And then it turns out later she did steal a bunch of jewelry. So, like, why was she mad at these men and why did she beat them up? Are you really questioning why a man was worth beating up, Lauren? Okay, you're right. All men are bad. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, that was what... That's what she was going there to do. Is it just because they beat her to the punch? So she's like, gotta punch you. I I think it was just a time where they got to show off, like, the full extent of her skills. You know? They needed that. I mean, it was. That's the true reason. But yeah, if you look at it that way, is why is she mad at jewel thieves when she herself had the intent of being a jewel thief? I can't answer. And then that. was, <laughs> and then just was a jewel thief. Jewel thief. But then she does return the jewelry. Maybe it's a reference to like the idea of cat burglar. Oh, it probably is. That's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so then. She, like, wakes up the next day and, like... And doesn't remember, right? She doesn't remember it, finds this drooling, keeps a ring, and then keeps the most expensive, most distinguishable... The biggest. Necklace. The biggest necklace. (laughs) The one that, like, is the signature one that that jewelry store held. Returns them all and writes sorry on it in the exact same handwriting where she wrote... Sorry on the coffee cup that she gave the cop boyfriend earlier. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but if I'm still stuck on her, why she doesn't remember? Because that really doesn't make sense to me. Like, did the cat give her DID? That's I, not a gift. <laughs> that's a night. That's an an opposite of a gift. <laughs> like she could have. Could have done without that. Thanks, cat. Do all cats have that? <laughs> I mean, that would explain why they're so all over the place. Maybe 
Oh, that's probably what they were going for. They're like, cats have mood swings. It definitely is. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that's exactly their thought process. Then they were like, sometimes cats are good and sometimes they're bad. <laughs> Perfect. We'll put it in. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because that's the thing. is like, so even patience is supposed to be our moral compass. And she returns the jewelry, but not all of it. <laughs> that's, I think Benjamin Bratt's our moral compass. Well, right. But at, between patience and Catwoman, patience is supposed to be... The good guy. Yeah. But, but she still is okay with stealing a little bit of jewelry. You know the phrase, but behind every great woman's an even better man. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I always say. Um, my next line is, she deadass just ordered milk at a bar. Uh, my thing is, you're just at a normal bar. And a woman, not on Halloween, and cat costume comes in, I'm giving a look. I'm judging. <laughs> well, there are glances. A, that bartender, I think, was my favorite character in the entire movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he was just like, well, I live in a crazy city. What, I, what can I say? <laughs> Where did this take place? It's, um, on IMDb, it says, uh, indistinguished place because technically it's gotham because Cap- yeah it's like woman's kind of supposed thing. to be assumed that it's gotham but then where's batman that is that's why it's like indistinguishable because it's like supposed to be gotham but there's no even allusion to anything dc well yeah not so. even like a reference to the bat guy or something that like be better no, even if you just stuck a bat symbol on a like a tag somewhere. That's like all we need. Like a graffiti tag. Like, prime for the sequel. Say Batman's going to be in the sequel or something. Just give us a hint. Because it's just so so weird to b- talk about a Batman a... villain without talking about Batman. Or have a line being like, why is a Batman stopping this Catwoman? And be like, Batman's out of town. <laughs> It's like with the Joker movie coming up. Will it be better than this? I don't think so. Oh, are you going to make me watch that? No, because I think it's going to be, like, technically good. I feel like I'm just going to hate it anyway. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Like, it'll be well made, well acted, but, like, deep down it's going to be like, the world didn't need an incel movie, you know? Right. And that's what it's going to be. So... This is, so the bad guy that, like, turned the sewer on her, she's, like, following him and, like, scratches his face with, like, her diamond claws. Where'd she get Where did she get that? (laughs) Did she make them out of the jewels? She must have made- Was that another one of jewels she stole? She must have made it out of the necklace or something. But why? It was a perfectly fine necklace. I, I don't know. But also, it's like, it was the most- iconic ones was like you can't walk around wearing that yeah what are you gonna do with it it honestly it's like beautiful in the sense it's jewels but ugly in the sense that it's fucking huge and it's ugly yeah (laughs) so it's like where where what's the event you're taking this to 
Yeah, because any event that you wear it to, especially after you stole it, and everyone knows that, that piece of jewelry was stolen. And the only events it's welcome at are places where people know that necklace. Exactly. So maybe she did put it into claws because she can't do anything else with it. Maybe. I don't know. The claws threw me off. But So she scratches the bad guy, and I'm like, I know... I could recognize the cop boyfriend easily, but for every once in a while when they showed the bad guy that with the dark hair, I kind of would confuse them sometimes. That's just on you, I think. But I also confused the evil boss with the other bad guy that was killed first. Oh, yeah. No, that they one's were very fair. similar looking. So then that's after she ordered milk at the bar. Um, and then she's like, why'd you have to kill him? Kill her. And then I think he just tells her that the makeup's bad. The what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. So then, cop boyfriend is at work. And he looks at this, he kept the coffee cup she brought him that said sorry. And then he gets the paper bag where she returned the jewelry on that says sorry. And it is the most distinct handwriting I've ever seen. It is literal calligraphy. Oh, and yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> he's looking at him and realizes that it's just the exact same. And he brings it to, like, a forensic expert, I guess. And he... <laughs> analyzes I think this was my favorite scene honestly he analyzes the letters and goes the spacing of the letters means she's lonely <laughs> the size of the O means that she's reaching out <laughs> the, honestly like, you should just go to a handwriting analysis instead of a psychic I know exactly and then it was like these handwritings were written by different people you could see um, like this one is a confident person and this one's not and so he's just like oh thank god it's not her but it's like they, it looks exactly the same <laughs> and how can you tell that from handwriting you can't handwriting analysis has been debunked as a pseudoscience that has led to many false convictions yeah cause like especially I can't express how distinct this handwriting is. No one writes like that. <laughs> and you can also tell it was written with the same thick Sharpie. <laughs> they were done, like, right back to back with one in front of each other so they could make sure they look similar. Exactly. I could write sorry a hundred times, and I guarantee every time it's different. And not nearly as close as this one, except for this... This expert who's like, no, this person's lonely and this person's confident. That's the difference. Well, I mean, you wouldn't get the confident handwriting from me. No, me either, so. It's only the lonely handwriting. Um, and so then he's like, oh, thank goodness it's not Patience who's Catwoman. But it's like, it's so clearly the same handwriting, but like, whatever, dude, whatever. He's, he's lying to himself, maybe. Exactly. And that's the point where I wrote, I can't handle this music. It's like Hannah Montana transition music. I didn't notice it till later, but I got there. Don't worry. Um, my next line is, why was that little boy riding the Ferris wheel by himself? You know, 
Oh, I, I had one quick note before then. Is okay. like when she's like, "Oh, she's a cat. She's sleeping in weird places." What? <laughs> right. Why does she have like a sh- just like a shelf hanging in the middle of her living room, like above a counter, like off like, the ceiling? It's too high to like put anything on. I know it was so weird, but also it was I a nice hated apartment. that. I like the apartment. I would live there. I did like the apartment. I hated how they kept having her sleep in weird positions, though. That was so annoying. It's like they own none of these people own cats. None of the writers. No. They just it's know like, of cats. Yeah. All of the writers of this movie have only it's only like things that they have heard about cats and that's how they wrote this movie. Exactly. They don't they don't go any deeper. They're like the cats uh sleep weird. Like my friend's cat Tommy, friend of the pods. Friend of the pod. Samantha friend of the pods. Blevins. Her cat, her who cat. is also a friend of the pod. Yeah. But he likes, Tommy, he likes to lay on my shirt and suckle at it. Why? Aww. Where was Halle Berry doing that? <laughs> why, uh, did, why did she suckle Benjamin Bratt once? Tommy, who always wants to sit and lay on me, even though I think he can sense that I'm allergic and that's why he likes doing it. <laughs> And he's just so cute. I can't tell him to. I can't tell him no. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's so adorable. Um. Also, star of Girls' Night. Uh. <laughs> Tommy, twenty seventeen, and star of Party Foul. Star of he has a lot of films. credits. More than um, us. He's he does have some acting. Yes, he, he does have some acting credits, and uh, this is not a show. Ooh, he does. I can't wait. Yeah, he's. He's in quite a few. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys, we'll promo this now in the middle. So we no, can we're going to actually... promo it later. We're going to okay. promo it later. I was going to say, let's do it now so people haven't turned it off by now. Maybe that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go to this Ferris wheel uh, on a date. And um, something happens and the Ferris wheel is malfunctioning. So cop boyfriend... Benjamin uh, just jumps out and, like, scaffolds the wheel (laughs) to go fix it. And then there's, like, this little boy whose mom is watching who didn't go on the Ferris wheel with him for some reason. For some strange reason. I mean, also, I do understand me. That's me as a parent just doing whatever I can to be alone. (laughs) <laughs> just like, yeah, sure, whatever, go up there. Yeah. And then she Go away for down. five seconds. <laughs> Mommy needs a break. Enjoy the big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to jump down and save the kid, and everyone watching would be able to tell that whoever did that has supernatural problems. Oh, absolutely. Powers. Speaking of, but, you know, here's the thing with masks. That if they only cover your nose and forehead, you can pretty much tell who's underneath. Yeah, one picture of that, and you could easily find that person. Or like, later when she meets Benjamin Bratt as Catwoman, how did he not recognize her? It's like, you've made out with that jaw, you should know what it looks like. Yeah, especially when they're, like, face-to-face, like, so close to each other. Like, there's no reason that he should memorize, like, recognize her. 
Like one. Well, and she's her talking. Voice. Her voice sounds Two, the same. I mean, pheromones. Maybe. What? <laughs> like her scent. It smells different. No, she should smell the same. Well, I mean, I'm gonna trust his eyes first. Well, I was just adding to the, like the obvious. <laughs> uh, and her skin should be the same texture when you touch it. She, she kissed you. Yeah, she tastes the same. Use all your senses. Eyes and ears and mouth and nose. <laughs> There's no reason why he should not have recognized her. And you've had sex with her at this point. Yeah. If, Come on, man. Do better. Damn it, Benjamin Brett. Are you, he's Men just are trash. a fuck boy inside. Exactly. Uh, before she does that, though... She does go to the evil boss lady's house. And then the boss lady's like, here, take my phone. <laughs> go ahead. And then I have, how would he not recognize her? Oh, wait. So then I have... My next note is when the boss, evil boss, and then the boss lady are talking. And he s- tries to slap her. But her face is, like, too hard <laughs> for him to slap. <laughs> which was just so funny <laughs> because I'm pretty sure they even put in like a clank sound did they? that's so funny I, I kind of think it was subtle but it was there and then I wrote I why that. does she use the makeup if she knows it's gonna fuck her up that was about boss lady I, th- I think it's cause she she's insecure because she's being replaced by a younger woman yeah. And so then pa- Patience gets a call on her phone from the boss lady that's a video of herself saying, It's me! <laughs> <laughs> she, like, tricks Catwoman into showing up because boss lady keeps murdering people. Sometimes and... you can't stop. As someone who's just watched every episode of Criminal Minds in under a month, I can tell you people be murdering. Exactly. And framing, sometimes. Lots of framing. More murdering. But, you know, a decent amount of framing. So she's trying to frame Catwoman for all these murders. I think the first one was just convenient. Yeah. And then she's like, let's steer into this kid. New plan. Cop boyfriend uh, arrests her because he figured it out because he found a claw after he fucked her. Um... I wrote, oh yes, the old fucking arrest classic. (laughs) Yeah, it's more fun. And that's actually... Sorry. No, go ahead. That's my last note that I have. (laughs) Perfect. I forgot what I was going to say, so move on. The old fucking arrest? That was the last thing I said. The old fucking arrest. You know what I did like is the first time when she was... This is a note I forgot to talk about. I'm just going to bring it up again. But the first time when she became Catwoman in her, like, first new outfit, the leather coat with, like, the long sleeve cardigans flowing underneath, I kind of dug that look. I was into it. The what? So, where she was, the like, leather... wearing the leather duster and then had the cardigan underneath that had really long oh. sleeves that, like, hung out the duster. Yeah, that was nice. It was a good coat. I dug it. Uh, So she gets arrested and she's trying to convince him that, like, it was Catwoman. It wasn't me. Catwoman didn't kill anybody. It's this lady. <laughs> and 
And then she, the cat shows up and shows her how to shimmy her way out of a jail cell. Or I just kind of looked at her and it was like, hey, you don't got bones anymore. <laughs> you see how I fit my giant ass head through these bars and then squiggle my little body in? Yeah, do that. And it works. And she's like, oh, word. I, and then she escapes. A part of this movie reminded me of Twilight. Is Because when she like realized what was going on, she went and she googled cats, period, women, period. <laughs> <laughs> and it really made me laugh. I feel like it is very Twilight-esque. I would, I would um, believe way more that it takes place in that universe more than the DC universe. Absolutely. This movie, everything about this movie has, why this movie appeals to me is the same reasons Twilight appeals to me. That makes sense. Yeah. That's what if I'm you saying. wanted to elaborate, you can, but I get it. I won't. Okay. I actively refuse. I'm not here to talk. I'm not here <laughs> to make points. I didn't pay attention at all in that last fight scene. I just know that boss lady dies. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're there. Um, yeah, she, like, reveals her scheme. And then she's like, also, I'm immortal. And then, I don't, here's the thing. I don't get why she died when she fell. Because isn't um, she unbreakable? Just her face and neck, maybe? Or was her whole body unbreakable? No, it was her whole body, because remember she like broke a glass at one point and her hand didn't cut? Mm. Maybe that's just from applying the cream with her hand? I don't know. Maybe. If you're going to lead a beauty empire, though, you have to apply the creams everywhere. <laughs> I don't know how she died then. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She didn't put it in the back of her head because of her hair. That's it. So she hit the back of her head. That's what we're going with. <laughs> um, and then apparently she delivers that monologue that I read at the beginning. Yeah, and then honestly, did she end up with Benjamin Bratt? Because that monologue made it seem like she like leaves him. That's what I was thinking. I also, I honestly stopped paying attention at that final fight scene. No, that's so fair. I could not tell you. The fight scenes are the most boring parts of this movie. So, I don't really know what happened. After. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that monologue made it seem like she leaves him. And, like, that's a mistake. Right. Uh, mm. <laughs> I love how exacting we are. Exactly. We, we just know so much of what's going on. I love how we pay attention to the movies we watch. I mm-hmm. love how we care. <laughs> I love how we set a consistent uh, release schedule. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what our listeners love about us, too. <laughs> uh, no, what but... listeners? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a fair question. <laughs> Um, so. But truly, I did love this movie. I had a blast watching it. I laughed a lot. And I don't get why everyone hates it so much. And my theory is because men. That's a good, that's good reasoning. Because men ruined it. And then also men treated it 
like lesser. Yeah, like men made a bad movie and then they called it bad, but really it was a good movie that they themselves tanked. If you look at it through the camp lens. Which you should be viewing all things through because it's the best lens. That's what the, the whole lens. this whole podcast is based off of is the camp think, lens. Exactly. I think my problem with this movie is my problem with that I don't like action movies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a Fast and Furious fan? I have never seen any of them. Really? Because Tyler and Zach yelled at me. Really? For not having seen any of them when I did, um, I forgot the name. Silver Screen Breakdown, there it is. Yeah, but they were like, you've never seen any of them? And I was like, uh, no, why would I? I, I didn't know that Zach was passionate about it. I know my brother really likes them. No, it was, I was double teamed. Uh, yeah, I've not seen any of them. I, I just don't like action movies. Like, when I say, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp, for example... How earlier in this movie I said that that was good. I don't know if my <laughs> when I when I say if a like an action movie like that is good, um, I'm basically like, is it enjoyable and is it funny? Yeah, I'm never because then I like will say like this movie was good and then people were like the action is horrible. I'm like oh well I think that all action's bad (laughs) (laughs) so like i didn't care (laughs) yeah so you know what i mean and i didn't think the action scenes were even this bad in this i think that they're bad just for the fact that they're so clearly animated yeah but a lot of other points though it was like you also have to blame the times though 2004 none of the cgi was good Exactly. Like, that's just, a, it's a product of its time. But like, and we've said that about a million different things, but it really is a product of its time, mm-hmm. this entire movie. And, like, the stunts that Halle Berry or Stunt Devil did do, and that, um... You mean the computer? No, but the, I'm saying the <laughs> I'm ones kidding, that didn't do that. Right. I thought they were pretty good, and, like, it was nominated for some stunt awards. Really? Yeah. So I think it was good. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Like, I'm sure of its time, this was, like, new technology that looked really good for everything that was, like, comparable at the time. But now, it's like you have, like, the Kingsman movies, and then you watch this, and you're like, well, this is shit. Well, it's good for different reasons. Yeah. I'm talking about specifically the... uh, CG help. Okay, yeah. No, that was my point, yeah. That's fair. You can watch any, almost anything and be like, well, this looks terrible. <laughs> right. Especially um, the cat. I, I We didn't get into how terrifying the CG cat looked. It looks so bad. It, it literally... Not only looked bad, I was actively afraid of it. And I saw... <laughs> I saw. I looked in its eyes and I did see the lack of Hell. God. Because, <laughs> like, it... It, it, they did somehow give human, like, mannerisms to a cat. Yeah. But it's not like they were, like, purposefully doing that. Which, they were trying to make a cat act as catly as possible while still without having just human filming emotions. a cat. <laughs> but they just instilled too much humanness in it that ha- gives this very uncanniness to it where you're like, I know that's a cat. 
But it doesn't feel like it's a cat. <laughs> so maybe the Lion King people could have learned from this, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> Because that's what they needed. They were missing the human emotions, and this cat had too much. If you right. balance them can out... We, can we meet in the middle? <laughs> it would have been great. Yeah, Marin Morris. Yeah. In, in the middle, get it? Oh, I was like, I also know that reference. <laughs> Th- thank you for supporting me, even when I sound you're like welcome. an idiot. You still. I think that it. one was me. That might have been me. <laughs> I, you're still. You're still a real one. So, drinking game. Drinking game. Drink every time she takes the cat part in Catwoman too literally. Yes. I would also drink every time um, she... Or I'm gonna... I take a shot every time she doesn't remember what Catwoman just did. That That's still maybe the most confusing plot point to me. Is why we're I know, that's so why... Different. That's why I want to make a big drink out of it. And I would take a sip every time the animation is very bad. That's not fair. <laughs> Quick little sip. That's cruel and unusual. Um, I would take a sip every time um, the boss is like too cartoonishly evil. Anytime, or not even just that boss, because that... I feel like he is very evil at the beginning and then he's like not in the movie at all ever again. Anytime like a character is like cartoonishly evil. Mm-hmm. Take, take a sip. Drink every time that it's like it's clear like this is like written with the intent of being a superhero rom-com. Like mm-hmm. a movie for women. <laughs> Instead right. of just making a movie with women in it. They decided it had to be a movie for women as well. And I want you to finish your drink when he tries to slap her and then there's a thud. Because <laughs> it, it's so good. Yeah. Um, chug during the basketball scene. Yes! Here, here, here's how you really kill someone. Take a shot for every cut during the basketball <laughs> scene. You'll die! You truthfully could die. Because there's at least 30, 40 cuts in that one like two minute sequence exactly now there's more um, <laughs> uh is that i feel like you're drunk oh yeah you're 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 good and gone oh my god my there's an ad about cats is it because we were talking about Catwoman? yes ah it is how, oh no because we we're talking about cats it listens to you. They listen to me. Oh, jeez. Are you admitting it, or are you just being an ass? I'm being an ass. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I, I I was looking at um Pet Finder yesterday, and I was looking at all the animals. I bought a strainer brush, like, over a year ago, okay? Mm-hmm. And I... Never saw an ad for it. It's just something I went and got, okay? That was, like, over a year ago. And then I straightened my hair for work. Not for work. I just straightened my hair. But I had my hair straight to work on Thursday. So everyone was asking about asking me about it. Um, and I mentioned that I used a straightener brush. And then ever since then, every single ad on Facebook has been for straightener brushes for me. 
So, there. You got me. Come on. How do That's I such a weird and specific thing, and it's every single ad. Or it could just be your phone knows you're a woman. But right the day after, I talk about straightener brushes. Sometimes there's coincidences, Lauren. There's just so many coincidences. I'm sorry, you're never going to get me to believe this unless like something truly insane happens. I'm just not going to buy into it. I'm sorry. What's our next segment? Rating. Uh, rewriting. We'll rate it now. Or should oh. we write, then rewrite, or rewrite, or write? Re- Let's rate it. <laughs> Let's rate it. Let's okay. Rate. You go first. I don't know. Because two? Two out of five? Explain yourself. I was like, are you mad at me? Um, because I did... It's. I think a large portion of the why it's low is because it is so long. How long is it? It's an hour and 44 minutes. That's not so bad. That's a pretty good length. You say that acting like Infinity or War isn't three hours long. I also never said that Infinity War, not Infinity, uh, Endgame. That's what I meant. I've never said that it's not too long. Um, but I think this is too long, and it loses me. Like, I literally could not tell you how this movie ends, because I just stopped paying attention to it. And I think that's a problem. I think I also forget the ending, but in my defense, I barely remember anything I see, even if I like the movie. <laughs> Sure. Which Um, I did. I did like this movie. I think it is definitely... And I hope you'll at least agree agree with me on this. Is I do feel like there was an overreaction as to how bad it was. And I do, in fact, think it is at least partially due to the fact that the lead is a black woman. I cannot refute that. Yeah. I think that played a significant factor because when you're just actually watching the movie it's pretty fun of course it's not like the freaking dark knight or anything but it doesn't need to be not every movie needs to be a artful masterpiece that transcends film you know that's who who wants that yeah i feel like this like you mentioned it earlier i feel like it should have gotten the twilight treatment it really should have i think i think it's campy when it needs to be it's like interesting enough where you're not so bored it's got um hot the two leads are both so hot we didn't get into just how straight up beautiful halle berry is yeah she's she's the first person i ever loved Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, it's for like from the, seeing the DVD covers and family video from Catwoman. I was like, who's that? I'm in love. <laughs> I love that. Um, I... Oh, yeah. I gotta read it. I'm gonna don't... give it four stars. Four? Yeah. But not five, because the CGI is truly atrocious. And even though it is campy, I still think... You know, another pass or two at the script really would have, like, helped a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to still keep it a similar tone. Because I do like the tone, actually. I feel like I just 
do not have an opinion on this movie. And I think that's my main... That's where I'm at, too. That's interesting. Because I don't... I don't love it but i'm not like hating it either so you're encouraging our listeners to listen to a a podcast on a movie that you don't have an opinion on correct (laughs) (laughs) this is the first one where i'm like um okay (laughs) this was a movie thank you Um, next thank you next (laughs) which fun fact Halle Berry and Michelle Pfeiffer both have played Catwoman and they're both in the movie New Year's Eve. (laughs) It's a fun fact on IMDb. Thank you for that fun fact. So that's a good fun. We should do all of those movies. (laughs) Uh, Like all the like 40 cast member movies? The, the, like the holiday movies, like New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's what I mean. That have like 40 different famous people in them. And they yeah, all have, like, an this. individual plot. Yeah. I, I'd i be down. If you want to see us do that... Uh... Donate to our Patreon! Donate to our Patreon. Um, oh, wait, we gotta rewrite it before we do promos. We re... Yes. So, how would you rewrite the movie? Well, inspired by my recent viewing of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's make it a musical. Yes. Are you um, are you also interested? Get, I would tone down the cat stuff or make it work like make it more of like a beast boy type sitch. Oh, I yeah, I'm thinking we go full cat. Like either you can transition into a cat or well, you just to, have some To be fair, that's perks not like cat. Catwoman's powers. You're right. That's like a different superhero. Then Let's just use the abilities that a cat has, but let's not sleep weird. Or, like, make them whatever I was about to say just totally left my mind, so. Or, like, let's not have the um, memory loss aspect. Oh, for sure. Because that adds a weird element that's not needed. I'd say make it a musical, have songs like... Cats meow. Um, like bullying by numbers. And <laughs> nip, cat nip it in the bud. Um, <laughs> nip it in the bud. Perfect. Uh, that's the villain song. Because yes. that's her, she like wants to be perfect. And she's like, I'm gonna be perfect. Can you see it? There's like two shirtless I men. I actually just like fully envision that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It I, writes itself. At the chorus, they're doing a chorus line. <laughs> Big chorus line at the end, for sure. Uh, and they're all, like, so, in leather. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or maybe is she dog-themed? Is that her thing, the villain? <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she likes dogs. It's Cruella DeVille versus Catwoman. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Would watch in a heartbeat. Although, would they be friends? Oh, because Cruella both anti wants dog? to kill dogs? No, I don't think Catwoman wants to kill dogs. No. There weren't any dog... Just Actually, there were like two dogs that barked at her once and that was it. Yeah. For cats versus dogs. Here. So we're, we're fine. We're fine. That's how we fix the movie. Make it cats versus dogs. Yes. That movie. Uh, which is also probably a bad movie, I think. But... It, 
I loved it growing up. I don't think I've seen it. I've seen Homeward <sighs> Bound. That is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Those are different movies. I've seen Airbud. <laughs> what else do we do? Is that it? I think that's it. I think we fixed the movie. I think, because honestly, again, it wasn't that unfixable. No. I just think, I and cut it down to like an hour 20, I feel like. Uh, you know my you know my rule. No mo- movie should be more than 90 minutes. Exactly. But yeah, I think um, this is, it's definitely worth watching, I think. I think it's a... F- I, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. I, well, I disagree. I think it's a fun night with friends. That's fair. Like, let's watch Catwoman. Let's get a drink. cat. Let's drink. Let's watch Catwoman. Yeah, that wouldn't be the worst night. Wouldn't be the worst night. There's your review. <laughs> <laughs> so, have any plugs that you want to... Or let's... Uh, movies that you recommend. Um, not plugs yet, but movies you would recommend. Do we do that? We've we've done it on and off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like doing it. Like a positive note at the end. What's a superhero movie I like? Uh, you go first. Well, a few we mentioned. Most of the movies that we mentioned throughout the episode, I think, are good. Like Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm going to recommend. I've never seen any of the Ant-Mans. The Ant-Mans are good. Because they came out right when I was like fully sick of superhero movies. And I was like, I'm not going to watch fucking Ant-Man when you still won't give a woman a movie. That's where I was. Um, you're right. But it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> That's fair. He he wasn't um, a win to me then. Now I like him, but like right when it was coming out, he still like hadn't become oh, a draw. He me. was for me. I was like, Paul Rudd, a superhero? Uh, two tickets, please. <laughs> for me and my friend. <laughs> um... The Kingsman movies, which I mentioned briefly, are very good. You know what I'm going to recommend? Sky High. Yes. That's the one. I'm... This is what I... Before we even got into it, what I knew I wanted to recommend, uh, which is still in theaters at the time of recording, is Ready or Not. (laughs) Not a superhero movie, um, but a movie I recommend nonetheless. (laughs) The connection, it's movie with woman also. (laughs) <laughs> there's really no connection <laughs> i would say either spider-man into the spider-verse or sky high because in my opinion those are the two best superhero movies ever made um watch both of them even if you have already watch them again because they're worth it anything else no we can plug now plugs do you want to go first um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Quinn Latifah. I fixed it, so now I have, like, a consistent brand. Oh, that's nice. Um, and that's my plugs. I, I'm on Twitter at Mala Turnup. Did you ever promote your breakdown episode? No, I didn't. Not on here. Um, I did an episode of Silver Spoon Breakdown with Friend of the Pod and guest tyler lauren's brother and i don't know why i paused there i was like what's what's tyler to me (laughs) um and then future friend of the pod hopefully zach kindren and it's fun we taught i reviewed 
Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which I really loved. And so check it out on Silver Screen Breakdown. Yeah. I am I was trying to think of other plugs, but there's the main one and I think that's it. Um I'm the main one. What are you talking about? You're the main one. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm on Twitter at uh Mala Turnup. Uh spelled as it sounds. <laughs> but we um and a group of friends have spent the last, you know, year plus uh making a sketch show and it's finally out uh, right now it came out actually. about 30 minutes into this podcast yeah at mid recording it was finally our first episode was finally released it's a sketch show uh, just a couple ep- a couple episodes about you know 10 12 minutes long they're um it's very like if you liked i think you should leave on netflix um it's very well, that's uh, has self-confident. No, I was... No. <laughs> it's like that. Like, it has a similar vibe. I'm not saying it's nearly as good because it's a fantastic show. Um, but it has a very similar vibe, and it was, like, uh, eerily similar um, that it came out mid-us creating our show. But um, if you like that vibe, if you like sketch comedy, uh, you can check that out on... Line at tinas.tv. Yeah, um, it's our website. We both wrote somewhat for it. We both are in it somewhat. I say somewhat because I didn't get involved until the latter ends of it. <laughs> Lauren's in it much more than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even then, I'm not. Uh, I'm in it a good amount. You wrote a I lot, wrote, too. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot that got cut. <laughs> yeah, Cut so if you want to see barely me and nothing that Lauren wrote. No, there's stuff I wrote. I'm ki- I know, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I just wrote a lot more that we didn't have time to film. <laughs> but uh, check that out. Um, it's very exciting. It's the longest project we've ever worked on, um, spanning over a year of creation. So a lot of hard work was put into that. A lot of talented people worked on it. And so a lot of love. Out. A lot of love was created <laughs> along the way. Um, you can subscribe to our Patreon, um, officially announced. Uh, you can donate $1 a month to vote on episodes, $5 for bonus content, which we'll start releasing once we get a subscriber to that level. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and then our $100 level which is only open to actress joey king um sure. we'll stop talking about her oh yeah she donates a hundred dollars a month wait it's, should we end with joey king insult well, should that be your new thing our twitter <laughs> yes yeah, oh it should until okay. we get paid until we get paid we're gonna insult her um, this feels very anti-woman but it's funny. it might be joey king guess i need a guillotine that's mine <laughs> I feel like one, one an episode's good. No, we both have to. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um, uh, it can be bad. I know mine was so good that it might be hard <laughs> for you, but you can try. Joey King, more like Joey Peasant. <laughs> good. Good job. Good night. Woo. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>